Hello everybody and welcome back to the Valley Dreams podcast. My name is Faith Aida, your host. I upload episodes every Tuesday at 8am and these are available on all your podcasting platforms wherever you listen to your podcast. On, from, through, wherever you get your podcast. Um, today I'm back with Patience and we're going to talk about raising startup capital for a business from her story if for those who listen to um, that chat we had with her if you have not yet listened to that you can check in the archives in the list of episodes you'll find her uh, our conversation in there so she talked about how she started a business and she had to wait five years before she could actually start because she had a target target amount of money she was working towards um, so let's just recap patience welcome back Thank you. Yeah, so tell us about how you raised the money to start and what were some of the, the challenges or the lessons you learned in that period. Okay, thank you, Faith. <laughs> so I started um, working not with so much capital. I had what was in the means. Actually, when I wrote my proposal, it was um, I estimated it for a certain figure. But the person that was helping me uh, draft it, given his input, and he was like, "If this is your target, you should give, you should put in an allowance okay. of an extra, because usually it's usually it usually comes with an extra for things maybe you've not budgeted for, and they come." along the way so in most cases we plan for a certain amount but it's also very important that we give that room for allowance yeah so how i raised the capital oh it looks like i'm spilling all my secrets no, no, just you know just yeah the lessons especially yeah. so like i said i worked in a, a, a boutique store before yeah, so i i got to learn much about fashion but also financial handling accountability uh, record keeping and all those other things so it helped me a lot when i was starting to raise even my own capital so um i realized i'm not a big spender like i don't do a lot of partying and all that yeah so at the end of the day i was like you know what you uh, see i'm not a big spender it would is be easy for me to save up this capital so i opened an account which was a fixed saving account so i started like uh saving because i was working at the time i put all my most of my salary into that basket whenever i would remove money for essentials and all that the rest of the chunk would go to my fixed deposit saving account which really helped me a lot to have the financial discipline but also it helped me gather this money in bits yeah of course when you're not yet done with school you are not earning yeah as big <laughs> so you have to collect bits here and there and that is what i did i made sure that you know i volunteer in, in certain people's lives and even in their company in their kind of work and it was easy for me so on top of the kind of work that our do as doing which is maybe employment or formal employment i also 
put an addition of utilizing my legal services to people. So I would <laughs> I would offer legal services to people. One, it would start with my friends, then the close people, maybe family members having challenges with legal affairs. So I would handle some of their issues and at those that fee. were yes at a fee. Mm. I wouldn't do it for free. <laughs> I would <laughs> I would charge them. But also I would um, refer in case I. I an issue was bigger to my knowledge I would re- preferably refer it to somebody bigger and those people would return the favor commission. with a commission oh. yes so I alongside my former work I decided to set up that business as well of advocacy and all that so I was able to collect money from different people but not asking for the money you are but working yes. for the money so it helped me not to put my entire um, financial resource into one pool, which was the former employment. Yeah. So I took off time with that deposit account. So every time I would get money, I would, I would yeah, put it in the deposit savings account. Yeah. And with fixed accounts, you don't, you, yeah. you don't draw from it. Yes. I was, I, yeah. It, it helped me keep the discipline of not withdrawing because I have a current account, but I also have the Fixed deposit account, which really helped me a lot. Yeah. Okay. And what were some of the the challenges in uh, in that process of... Did you reach a point where you really needed money, but you could not access it? Yeah. uh, You know, those those moments, I think, are usually where where I reached and I really needed the money. I could not access it, but also I, I put up another signatory to the account. Okay. So it helped me like for accountability. So whenever I would want to withdraw the money, I would keep the other person in mind. And the other person was always there to, it was my best friend, so she was always there to tell me, no. like, no. We have a target. We, yeah, we have a five-year target, which, yeah. I didn't really target for five years, but I think five years is when I was ready, ready. within a period of, yeah. Okay, so for somebody who does not have a job, like we have, we've just had a, a very gruesome two years. Yeah. People lost jobs, so all those who eventually graduated. Uh, you know, the, the, the employment, uh, the job market is quite harsh right mm. now, yeah. unless unless by some miracle, but it's quite harsh. So somebody would love to do something, but they really do not have the money. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how, how can they go about it? Because at least for you, you had the job, and you could uh, save from that. Yeah. So. so you're right. Um, I, I know the economy has been so bad, and so has been the marketplace been tricky. And also, I think maybe the education system is not helping as much. There's a lot moving out, but you know that that it's flooded with very highly educated people but with less job opportunities yes job opportunities yeah what i can say is um you need to position yourself what i mean by positioning yourself be involved with people <laughs> i saw a meme that was um moving recently mm. and people are saying like minding like yeah, minding your business or like something like that and I was like that uh, syndrome of 
no, sorry, theory of mm. minding mind your business. Yes, mind drink your, your water, mind your yeah. business. Yeah, it's for rich people. Of like, I don't need anybody. It's for rich people. You know, you're broke. You know, you you need people around you. Associate. Go to events. Go to parties. Go for barriers. Volunteer. Like just be, be there, out there. Someone will identify you. Someone will you know fall in love with your ideas someone will like you maybe for just your outlook how smart you are what are you doing exactly so i one thing i can tell people i know it has been harsh but also i don't know if we have done as much as we can to put ourselves out there to put what we do out there me i think it's the best way of maybe looking for jobs i have a testimony of a friend uh she has she's my good friend and she has been the president of Lotaract Lotaract club mm. and she's been volunteering in Lotaract mm. and all of a sudden the day of her induction as president mm. they were reading out her cv mm. and this person who was listening in imagine on zoom mm. you know was like was caught interest. up by yeah picked interest in her CV because they were reading it out and picked interest and this person after that gave her a call and was calling her to go and work with the German embassy wow yes. has a PA wow. to the to the ambassador you know and wow. she didn't even need an interview this is what just gave her a phone call and I like can we meet at uh, cafe sorry she came and met him here at cafe sorry can oh we meet at cafe sorry we discussed oh after that short discussion the discussion of about 20 minutes this guy was telling her picking like let us go to mistil we have a meeting there introducing her this is my pa without an interview without any wow. so, so <laughs> we may not have the finances on us but how far have we gone to also put ourselves out there if you know you do good makeup apply it on your face yes. go out there with people make people making tiktok videos they're making all these things you know and yeah so me i would relate to the finances on how far you have also gone to put out to put yourself out there are you selling your dream to people people are going to buy not you they're buying your dream they are buying what you have and eventually they'll pay for even that so yeah so i'll tell people be there It's, position yourself yeah, position yourself be available exactly yeah it can be a financial avenue if they need an mc or the function and you know you so good at talking and making people laugh yes volunteer and talk the next time maybe they'll call you to go and you know and maybe like maybe mc for you nssf and next time they'll pay you i think the problem with us people in general even this generation is that we think everything should have like money involved you know like the call between you and that person calling you there should be a money element in it but yet sometimes our blessings are found in like giving in like serving yeah yeah wow wow so <laughs> just volunteer and and you see sometimes we 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 despise the voluntary work but also sometimes volunteering volunteering right yeah. volunteering sometimes is a complicated thing yeah i i i when i was looking for work 
of course yes there's the advice of volunteer volunteer but there are some spaces where you need experience mm. to volunteer mm. so I, i just i just got demoralized yeah. i was mm. thinking friends mm. so now what experience do you need me to have mm. before i can volunteer yeah and you know what it's the i've realized one thing the experience these people are even looking for is not that technical experience what they're looking for is the basic experience doing exactly i remember when i first got my my first job at compassion my first contract at compassion um my cv was plain because i was just from high school <laughs> so it only had the uneb results and all that and then i'd filled up my cv with you know all these things that i've been doing as like as a sales person in a boutique and mm. you know as you know as many um, um a youth leader at church you know and literally i realized they gave me the job and there was someone who has a degree holder and they didn't give her a job but i think because they considered that you have an experience that you've worked with people you've associated you've worked with different emotions maybe you've handled <laughs> you know like uh, like customers customer. yes exactly so usually this kind of experience the people are looking is not practically the technical one but they want to see how tasky you are how uh, conflict uh, resolving you are yeah i think that's what i'm thinking sometimes sometimes the experience they're looking for is not necessarily the professional exactly yes someone wants to know can you type a word document can you print out can you yes. you know how do you work with people exactly um, I, 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 i i did an interview some time back and um one of the questions i was asked was in the period uh when you were not working what did you do yourself exactly and the guy clarified not professionally as in not uh, making money what were you doing yeah with yourself yeah and and of course i told them i was doing this and that and later um, my friend who works at that company she she told me so did they ask you this question and i said yeah she said well they've been asking um all the Uh, all the yeah all, all the applicants that question and they asked so what, what's the point what do they want to know about a binding of course i've been looking for jobs <laughs> of course i've been looking for work what do you think i've been doing then she said they just want to gauge what how you how you uh, either proactivity uh, what what do you do with your time your discipline your level of yeah uh, creativity how, how are you filling up the gap now that you're not working what are you doing with yourself yeah and then it it it, it veered into passion so what's your passion what are you, what do you do when you are not working yeah mm-hmm. yeah what, what do you do when you are not working yeah and and i think that's what people want to know and you know those those things that we do when we are not working when like th- those things can be money ventures yes. for us i always tell people like look at people like beyonce and all that they do what they love to do probably when they started think- singing they just even wanted to just sing and feel good they didn't even wake up and think like maybe this thing would one time be a a, a financial avenue yeah so 
it's never about the finance it's how far we put ourselves there yeah how far you even if you just sat with someone for 20 minutes and you tell them about your dreams you know i've gone on different dates and people have asked me um so okay so uh, what do you want to do after law school and i'm like but it's obvious i want to practice <laughs> so it just clicks to me that you know what maybe they want to hear more something they, else something else practicing you know? those obvious yes apart from the obvious yeah okay so if if you really need if you really have this business you want to start and uh, you don't have a job you your best shot is to yeah be out there me i used to before i started up i used to to help out people dress properly i'll take them downtown i would personal shopper yes <laughs> take them downtown help them spot out the good places to shop from and in most cases some people wouldn't even give you transport back home you've used your transport went walked with them all day you drive your you you drive yourself back home you know and but they are my clients it. you enjoy it you enjoy the exactly. whole shopping experience yes Today they are my clients. You they know? come here. They don't go downtown. Yeah, uh-huh. I come to your SC. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So it's um, let us be out there. Whatever we want to do, let us be out there. And and in all this, you actually knew you wanted to do law and yeah. all that. But this is what was available. Exactly. So you maximized it. Yes. Yeah. Um, made money, grew, and. Yeah. and you you can eventually start your law firm when you're ready to start your law firm you i don't think you'll be at zero 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 exactly you'll at least somewhere. i'll have you know the disciplines financial disciplines uh, clientele management a few things Some here and there to, to start with yeah so it's not really just the money if you really want to start a business you can start you can start yeah it's never just about the money it's, it's the passion it's where you want to go you know you can trust me if you like something you can even do it for 10 years without a pain and you'll still be happy but i'm not telling people to do because you need the money you, yes, need, the, you need, need the money, money to keep yes, it even running yes, yes. Yes, yes so let us blend them yeah make sure that you know what you like something involve yourself in it but also make sure it turns out to be a venture So that's it. And um one last thing I wanted to ask. Um I lost my my train my my, my I lost my line of thought. But um if you are if you studied if you studied like now you studied or you are studying law mm-hmm. but you want to do you still need money. Yeah? You want to exactly. do, you want to raise money or you know while you wait for this job to come is it okay to to just talk to because one of the challenges i had well this is from experience one of the challenges i had was when i would talk to somebody or someone who would uh, you know maybe be a funder or a donor or somebody, you know i am talking about this and they're saying what did you study so i'm talking maybe about i want to post the podcast maybe on youtube and i'm looking for resources or i want to you know i want to do this i want to increase stock in my business like what did you study and you're thinking friend can we stick to the so how do you go about like those how do you talk to people when you need 
so that how do you sell your idea so that you can get maybe you may not get yes of course you need to prepare for rejection but how do you talk to people so that you know they can buy into your vision and probably support you financially as we wind up okay <laughs> that's a tough one <laughs> oh my it's never easy talking to people I personally don't like asking, asking for help. You feel like a beggar. <laughs> exactly. I don't like asking for help, but hey, it's the world we are in. Sometimes you need that extra hand. Um, I think you can sell to them the idea, but without imposing it onto them. Yeah. But also, people love a win-win. You just can't sell an idea to a person and be like, you're just putting the finances. Mm, that's it, and then I go away. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a win-win. Mm. So maybe it, the best way maybe to sell an idea, show how important it is to you, but also how, how beneficial they, yes. it's, it is going to be to them. Maybe you could give them a share percentage. You know what, I'm, I'm the vision holder, I have an idea. So if you're coming in as an investor, maybe you can have... This yes. kind of you know percentage and all that, yeah. So it should be a win-win on both ends. That's what I think. All yeah. right. Well, that's it from patience. Thank you once again for making that time, <laughs> friends. If you want to, I if hope you it want, makes sense. it does. It makes sense. If, if you if you want to, I mean, position yourself. Position yourself. That's where they will find you. That's where. Whoever you want to ask to support you will probably find you, as opposed to staying in your space, staying, you know, not showing up. Okay, well, if you don't show up because you're not, you don't have the money to go there, that's a different thing. But try, put in that. Some effort. things do not even need money. Like they don't charge. Friends, like no excuses. <laughs> With all these Zoom things going on, eh? yeah. Anyway, I think there are no excuses. If you want to start a business, don't wait and I'm waiting for my 20 million. Just go and start the business. Find a way of starting the business. All things will work out in your favor. And you can get the money by being out there. Thank you so much, patience, for making that time. Well, we'll catch you again next week on Tuesday for another episode of The Valley Dreams. Bye. Bye.